Inspire, educate, and create thriving tribal community within the small business, freelance, and digital collaborative location. Independent travel lifestyle age. You are Fusion Travel Connected now. You are listening to Fusion Tourism Show. Now, here's your host, Brian Bolsch, guiding you step-by-step to create your own empathetic culture experience travel. Contributing from your own skills, talent, interest, and passion, aligning with your own personal values towards your own travel life genius mission. Transforming your original path along your own personal adventure, whole life journey. Well, welcome back to Fusion Tourism. Hope everyone is doing well. This is your host, Brian Bulge. Uh, now, this week, we have a very special guest. His name is Ricky Shetty. He has traveled to many countries around the world. Uh, he has uh, traveled on his own uh, to quite a number of countries. You're going to find all about that and much more in this podcast interview I had previously with uh, Ricky Shetty. You're also going to find out what he has been up to lately with his lovely family, three children and wife, and they've recently had their first Freedom Summit 2019. They uh, coordinated, and he was the event coordinator and the founder of the Freedom Summit movement in Philippines, Manila this year in April, and also Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. He also had uh, an event in Chiang Mai in Thailand and Bali, Indonesia, and also Singapore. So he's been very busy man. And let's get right into it and let's learn about Ricky and his family and how they have managed to be able to travel for so long as digital nomads with a grow- ever growing family. Well, welcome, uh, daily listeners to Fusion Tourism once again. Um, I know that you've heard a lot of different content but today we have a special guest ricky shetty he's our first uh uh, trailblazer that we have uh, going to be able to share out to you guys and uh, hopefully you get some great value great tips so please if you are listening to this in your um, car or if you're listening by phone make sure you take some notes because those notes are going to really help you to take action with what uh, Ricky uh, Shetty is going to be sharing with you today. Just a little bit about Ricky Shetty, and I'm going to allow then Ricky Shetty to share a lot more about himself, uh, because that's what I like to do. Others like to do it a little bit different. We're all different. Anyway, Ricky Shetty has been to 81 countries, I believe, Six Continents. He is an author, a speaker, and now a TED Talk uh, uh, speaker, international speaker. And uh, he is uh, a well-known digital nomad, and he is also publisher of the daddyblogger.com. So, Ricky, please share a little bit, uh, broaden around that a little bit more, and just to clarify that. Sounds good, my friends. Firstly, thanks for having me on your show. For those listeners who don't know, Brian and Mimi, we met on Tinder. No, I'm just, just joking. We did not meet on Tinder. <laughs> we met on Blab. <laughs> we met on Blab. So um, Blab yes, was a platform where you can like uh, stream virtually. There was like four people and like people from other could watch. Unfortunately, it closed down, but it was really cool because I was doing um, 
uh, blab all about family travel and then Brian joined in and we stayed connected through the power of Facebook and social media and now we're interviewing each other on our uh, podcast so uh, firstly thanks for that uh, Brian uh, honored to be on your show Yes, it's great to have you, Ricky, and it's great to um, see that you've got an amazing, growing community. So um, first question I'd like to ask you, uh, Ricky, how did you get started with your, uh, with your why and uh, aligning it to your core passion? Yeah, and that will, that will actually tie in really nicely to the bio because you asked me for my bio. Well, the main part of the bio is the why. It's more important the why rather than the what I do, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. why I do it, I do it for my wife. Uh, my wonderful wife's Filipina, same as Brian there. Uh, we don't have the same wife, but we both have Filipina <laughs> wives. And uh, uh, we have three, I have three kids, so I, I got a little six-year-old daughter. I got a five-year-old son, and I got a two-year-old son. Uh, so my daughter and my uh, two sons are the reason why I do what I do, creating a legacy, showing them the amazing world that we live in, creating income online so I can spend quality time with them, and uh, traveling so we can uh, create uh, amazing family experiences. And of course, not only for ourselves, we love inspiring other families, other people to travel as well, and not just travel for the sake of sightseeing, but travel for the sake of making a difference. So that's my big core foundational why. Uh, in terms of the questions around passions, uh, so I'm quite passionate about the area of like family and marriage and um, like community building, uh, both virtually, digitally through like mm-hmm. Facebook groups and podcasts and blogs and YouTube, and also uh, physically. Uh, so I've been running different events here. I'm in the Philippines currently, so I'm doing different workshops and seminars and meetups. So. Yeah, my big passions are like uh, those things. And uh, the real backstory of it is because of my own pain, my own brokenness. Like when I grew, when I was growing up, my parents didn't have a very good marriage. Um, mm-hmm. They ended up having a divorce and I, I grew up as a child of divorce. So I was quite scared, honestly, of getting married. I was quite scared of being a dad. And now I've been able to obviously overcome those fears uh, through mentorship, coaching, uh, guidance, uh, interviewing people, uh, getting... Um, um, you know, their insights on how to be a good dad and how to have a good marriage. So, yeah, that's the real foundational uh, piece of what I do. I've turned my passion, uh, my pain into my passions. So my pain was the lack of a family, and now my big purpose is building strong families. So there you go. That's me in a nutshell, Brian. Awesome. Fantastic. Hopefully that brings some great value for our listeners. Now, my listeners would also like to know, what is uh, what is travel uh, taught you about yourself what would be that number one thing it's really taught you about yourself so far yeah travels just changed one thing brian and the one thing that travel changes everything mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously it's changed everything it okay. changed my uh, awesome. it changed my character it changed my identity it changed my mindset my paradigm my views of the world my views around materialism my views around poverty my views around different cultures and ethnicities, uh, my views on being grateful, my views on God, uh, my views on uh, climate, animals, uh, everything, my friend. Uh, travel has changed my life, and that's why I'm a big evangelist for it. I, I, I'm, I'm super passionate about helping other people travel, and I truly feel in the day and age that we live in, uh, we're doing this interview at the CRISP of 2018, 2019, in this day and age, we have the opportunity, no matter where in the world we live in, we can live in North America, South America, Asia, Africa, Australia, mm-hmm. Asia, no matter where we're living, we have this amazing opportunity to make money online and travel, 
regardless of your ethnicity, nationality, gender, age, regardless of the passport. Through the power of the internet, we can all, I feel it's a great equalizer. We can all travel this amazing, amazing world. And you know, like you said, I've been to 81 countries and wow, I've seen the wonders. I've seen the pyramids. I've seen the Great Wall of China, the Taj Mahal. I've seen uh, over there in, in Australia, I've seen uh, uh, Ayers Rock, uh, you know, the Sydney Opera House, uh, the awesome. Great uh, Ocean Road. Um, you know, in South America, I've seen Machu Picchu, the Amazon, the, the Christ Redeemer statue in North America, you know, like the Statue of Liberty, Disneyland, uh, uh, Disney World, those kind of things. So, you know, uh, Europe, you know, like all these things. So I've seen so much of the world. So now that I've seen it, I'm just like, let's help other people do it now, right? So even if I don't go to any of the countries, I want to help inspire others now. So, yeah, that's my big passion is like helping people who are in your audience uh, even if there's like one person who listens to this interview, they're like, man, if that Ricky guy can do it, as a dad of three kids, I can do it too. So that's my big goal. Okay, my next question for you, Ricky. Uh, my listeners are, are very hungry for this sort of information. How has traveled helped you uh, to connect with your great purpose? Yeah, you know, I've elaborated a little bit. So, like, at the end of the day, I happen to be a Christian, and so is Brian. So uh, I don't usually get into faith much in my business interviews, but since we're both Christians, and since you asked me about yes. my greater yes. spiritual purpose, I, I believe in the Bible, and there's a verse there. It's mm-hmm. uh, from this book called Matthew, and uh, verse uh, chapter 28. It talks about the Great Commission, and the Great Commission is this. Go and make disciples of all nations. What does that mean? Well, it means like uh, helping people to connect with the, who the creator is. And I feel at the end of the day, we are here on this planet to know the person who created the planet. Mm-hmm. We're here to see this planet because of the person who created the amazing mountains and the, the great wonders of this incredible world, right? So for me, it's like a, helping people connect with that great father. Like, you know, I'm a passionate father, but I believe there's a great, greater father in heaven. Uh, so I don't want to get too preachy and get at the pulpit here, but uh, mm-hmm. it says also uh, all nations, and there's actually 193 United Nations. So go and make disciples of all nations. Well, that's exactly what I'm doing. I've, only, I've been to 180, sorry, sorry, 81 of those 193, and I'm doing that. Like, uh, um, you know, like I do it through the business world, and I'm not super preachy normally like like I, i'm I, the only reason i, I brought it up is because you brought it up so uh, normally i'm just like the average everyday guy i happen to be a christian and if people ask me i'm like yeah this is the core of who i am uh but then they i believe uh, my works will point to the creator of who i am so yeah that's my big uh, and travels definitely helped me to connect with the person who created this amazing world Another one of my uh, questions I've often got to the community, particularly those one-on-one chat, and they say, why a travel, you know? Why is that different from a, a, a product or going out and just being entertained? So my question uh, to you now, Ricky, is uh, what do you think gives travel purpose? So, yes, you mentioned uh, entertainment. So I don't feel that travel is entertainment. Entertainment mm-hmm. is like watching movies reading yes. books, going ballroom dancing, uh, salsa dancing, those kind of things you can look at as entertainment. But now, when you look at travel, like maybe some people might look at that as like a hobby or entertainment. I look at it as a lifestyle. So for me, it's not something I do two weeks a year on my holidays. It's something that's part of my life, even when I'm a, a base somewhere. So like I happen to be from Vancouver. When I'm in Vancouver, I'm still having that travel mindset. 
And the travel mindset is like trying new things and going on new adventures and experiencing uh, new ways of living, even though you might be based in a city, a state, a country, a continent. So I happen to be, I happen to be in the Philippines. I'm still having a travel mindset. I'm connecting with other travelers. I'm exploring the Philippines. I'm uh, connecting globally with people like yourself over there in Australia, right? So I really feel that it's more about this mindset and this lifestyle rather than the actual art uh, or the, the, the action of like, okay, let's put in a backpack. Let's carry that suitcase and let's go to the airport. Let's check in. Let's go check in the hotel or Airbnb. I don't feel that that alone is what travel is about. I really feel it's a whole way of being. Um, travel is like this uh, internal, this internal mm -hmm. journey. That's the most important travel is the, the travel within yourself to figure out who are you. And Socrates mm -hmm. said it really well, know thyself and to thyself be true. So that's the internal travel. Then there's the external travel. Um, you know, I don't feel we were created uh, to just live in one city, one country, one mm -hmm. suburb for the whole, our whole lives. Uh, when there's an entire world waiting for us to explore it. So uh, I, I do feel that there's this external travel that we must do and we have done through human history, right? If you look at the caveman and Adam and Eve, and, uh, you know, like the first human, Mesopotamia, Babylon, and they, you, you know, even the people who discovered, discovered quote unquote, Australia or the Philippines, right? Yeah. We won't go there into the realm right like it was all travel right like columbus or um here uh, Mag Mag magellan he was, he um i don't I, I don't like using the word discovered but he um <laughs> he discovered it as the first european if you want to put it that way yeah. right james cook so anyway um yeah my that's my philosophy it's both inner and outer travel awesome awesome I hope this is certainly going to bring some value. So hopefully listeners are taking notes there. And uh, if, of course, if you're driving along, please uh, pull over and, and get those notes uh, written down because what Ricky has got here is delivering to you is, is not just uh, something that's in his head. It's not something he's teaching in a university. It's something he's teaching on the road. Uh, so my next question, Ricky, is what has the experiences done for you, you feel, the traveling with your family side of things? Yeah, so a little bit of my travel history. So I was born and raised in Canada, but in my early 20s after I finished university, I did some solo backpacker travel. That's basically travel without any money, right? You have yeah. a little bit of money, but you're basically hitchhiking, you're staying in dormitories, you're eating your ramen noodles, and maybe if you're lucky, you might get some bread and peanut butter, right? So that's the type of travel I did in my 20s. I couch surfed my way around the world. I stayed in like 50 places around the world, including Australia. I couch surfed in Rockhampton and uh, Melbourne and Adelaide and um, down, up, uh, down in Perth and uh, up in Darwin. So I've couch surfed my way around Australia and into New Zealand as well. Um, so I did a lot of couch surfing, backpacking, low budget type travel in my 20s. Well, when I returned to Vancouver, I got married, had kids. And, you know, uh, most families can't sleep on one couch. <laughs> so I yeah. couldn't couch surf my way around the world as a, as a dad with a wife and three young kids, right? Uh, unless it's a huge couch, it'd be very hard to fit us all in there. Yeah. So we have to figure out a way to travel as a family, right? So, uh, you know, obviously uh, making income online allows us that uh, flexibility and freedom to travel as a family. Now, when you ask me this question of how has it changed, 
our family unit, uh, back in Vancouver, like we had a house and we were struggling to pay off a mortgage. I'd be working evenings, uh, doing event production. My wife would be working days doing um, corporate Canada at Best Buy. Mm -hmm. So we had hardly seen each other. We'd be fighting all the time. And I was depressed, honestly. I was like mm -hmm. thinking, is there all this to life? I was feeling like a domesticated domesticated dad. And I had to shift. So I, I went from domestication to being a digital nomad. So that was a shift that happened inner, internally. And then our marriage just got better. You know, me and my wife, like, um, uh, we've got better in our communication. We've got better in our baby making, right? We have three kids. Awesome. We've gotten better just in terms of like our, our, uh, our relationships got better. And then of course the kids. So back in Vancouver, our kids were very spoiled. They want the latest toys, the latest mm -hmm. gadgets, the latest things they see on TV, the commercials, what their friends had. So they're literally learning how to keep up with the Joneses, the little kitty Joneses, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. we don't want to raise kids that are like materialistic. So we purposely and intentionally left that paradigm of keeping up and pleasing others and, uh, you know, living for approval addiction. And we chose to choose, we've chosen freedom, and memories over materialism. And honestly, we don't make a lot of money. We make enough to like, uh, you know, support ourselves and travel. But we, we, we have to hustle, work really hard. And um, I, I, I've chosen freedom over finances. I've chosen memories over materialism. And I've chosen to serve rather than be selfish. And our kids are also replicating, duplicating, and modeling our choices. Because we've chosen to follow our dreams. We've chosen not to... Uh, keep up with the Joneses. We don't care what the Joneses do. We just care what our family does, right? So mm -hmm. there is no comparison. It's just comparison is, are we following our own authenticity? Are we following our own passions and purpose, the questions you asked me at the beginning? And I truthfully feel we're in alignment now. In Vancouver, we were in lack of alignment. Uh, but So we found that alignment. And I just want to share you a quick story. When we travel, we actually stay in different orphanages. Uh, mm -hmm. We work with the organization called SOS Children's Village. And as we stay in the orphanages, um, uh, we've done it in Colombia, we've done it in uh, Brazil, here in the Philippines. When we stay in these orphanages, um, at the end, I always say to my kids, you know, say bye to the kids, uh, bye to the other orphan kids. And in Colombia, in Medellin, uh, my kids that stay in orphanage for two weeks, this was actually why I'm youth with the mission orphanage. And at the end of the two weeks, uh, I told my kids, say bye to the orphans and uh, maybe we'll see them again one day. And my, my daughter and my son, they came up to me and they're like, Daddy, you know, uh, we had such much fun. Would it be okay if we give away our toys to some of the kids? And as a dad, I'm just like, um, I, I think I have some wax in my ear. Uh, did you say you want to give away your toys? Wow. And seriously, I stood there and I still have kind of emotions around this. I get mm -hmm. teary-eyed. I stood there. And I saw my kids give away their toys to orphans at the young age of five and three. That's what travel has done to us. More importantly, that's what travel has done to our kids. They've got more compassionate. They've become empathetic. They've become givers, not takers. And it's more blessed to give than to receive. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So why would you recommend uh, Ricky to uh, my listeners uh, to dive deep into traveling? You know, at the end of the day, it's a personal choice. I'm not here to convince anyone because someone, mm -hmm. everyone here has something called agency, free will. You can just say, Hey, that Ricky guy is super inspiring. You know, I wish I could do that. I hope yeah. I could do that. Or one day maybe I'll do something like he has. 
you have the agency, you have the free will, you can do what I've done. We're not rich, we never won a lottery, we haven't got an inheritance. We're your typical middle-class average family, but we've just chosen, it's a choice. We have chosen this lifestyle. We don't have a big house, okay? We don't mm -hmm. have fancy cars. I don't have fancy clothes, right? I have chosen a lifestyle which um, I don't have a lot of things. And you know, people might be like, you're being so irresponsible, Ricky. You don't have a house or a car or like uh, possessions. I'm like, it's my choice. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to compare myself to your version of success. Those things are not important to me. I will put my experiences against your things any day of the week if you choose to compare that way. But for me, I'm just living my, my truth and it works for me. And if, if what works for you works for you, I'm not, I'm not going to judge that lifestyle. So I really feel it's personal at the end of the day. I feel this is good for our family. You guys are watching and listening. You don't have to do what I, we've done, okay? You can choose to do maybe a smaller vacation, maybe a road trip around your city, around your province, around your state, around your country, around your continent. Uh, you know, I would recommend maybe just trying going to a different place. If you haven't been to Africa, go to Africa for the first time. If you haven't been to Europe, go there. I'm not saying, you know, you need to sell everything, be a digital nomad like we are. If you are interested in being a digital nomad, then I can help, then I can support, then I can educate, then I can provide resources. So I really feel it's very personalized, individualized in terms of what are your personal goals, what are your personal dreams, what are your personal value system. And if mm -hmm. our value systems align, I can help. If they don't align, I still want to wish you the best and I want to champion you to achieve your own goals, even if those goals aren't similar to our goals, right? So that's just the subjective truth of who we are as humans. We have to follow our own paths, our own journeys, and our yes. own roads uh, and achieve those goals for ourselves. And what, Ricky, are your plans for the next 12 months, say? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. So I want to just share something personal. I'm a pretty open book, as you can tell here. Yeah. Uh, so we, we came here to the Philippines for one reason and one reason only. It was for my mm -hmm. wife. Uh, my wife's mom and dad live here, and my wife's mom mm -hmm. got sick, uh, stage 4 terminal lung cancer. Unfortunately, two weeks mm -hmm. ago, uh, on November 10th, uh, she passed away. Mm -hmm. um, so this was quite tragic, obviously, um, mm -hmm. and, and we are trying to figure it out. You know, just open book here. We're trying to figure out how the next stage looks like. Uh, my wife's mom has just passed away two weeks ago. Uh, now her father's a widow. How is that going to look like? Who's going to take care of him? So the truth is we don't know. And um, mm -hmm. I live very much in the now, in the moment. I don't know where I'll be on in November of 2019. But I, I do know this. I want to keep living in alignment. Um, so some of our goals, uh, we've already done, um, uh, you know, South America last year, Central America uh, and, uh, earlier this year. Now we've been here in Asia for the sake of taking care of my mother-in-law. And our goal is to do Africa next. Um, but we are in this process of figuring out whether that's the best right now. Uh, because at the end of the day, my priority is family first, travel mm -hmm. second. So mm -hmm. I have to weigh our desire to travel against my uh, wife's, um, um, the importance of my wife taking care of her dad. Mm -hmm. So that's my priority right now is like, how can we um, do what's best for my wife's dad? Um, mm -hmm. And we don't know, honestly, we don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, we're looking at Africa next year. That's the big plan and that's the big goal. Awesome, awesome. Okay, this question ricky i get 
quite often from people who are curious about travel, but they haven't kind of walked into it or they're a bit uh, sort of rutted in their ways, you can say. And so the question, I'm rephrasing it to uh, help put it into a better context. Uh, What are the outcomes you want to see over the next two years of travel? Outcomes. Okay, so uh, one of our big goals as a family is to be the first family in human history to visit every single country in the world. And we're doing it very incrementally. So there's 193 United Nations in the world. I've been to 81 of them. Uh, I've taken my kids to 30 of them already at uh, six, mm-hmm. five, and uh, two. So it's kind of like, how do we reach 193, right? How do you eat an elephant, <laughs> right? <laughs> one bite at a time, as the saying yeah. goes, right? So how do we reach 193, one country at a time, right? So yeah. I would love to hit the 100 country mark, honestly. Um, so 81 right now, uh, I have 90 to go before I hit the 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that would meet like, uh, my kids at 30, they'll hit the 50, right? If they do 20 more. Um, and my, like what, the way I'm looking is like, I want to do new countries first and then yes. repeat some of the countries I've done before I got married and had kids. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I look at it like, how do we conquer the world? It's like one continent at a time. So right now I've done everything from Alaska to Argentina, all of the continental uh, North and South America. We've done about uh, 20 countries, 25 countries in Europe roughly, about 20 here in Asia. Oceania, I've only done Australia and New Zealand, so I still have the South Pacific to go. Middle East, I've done about eight countries there. Um, and then um, Africa, I've only done two out of the 54. South America, I've done uh, all 12 of them. So there's like two out of 54, right? So mm-hmm. that seems to make the most sense. If it's like, you know, do the other 52 and then boom, uh, the country count goes up, right? But I just want to say this too. It isn't only or it isn't primarily about those number counting because you could do every country in the world you make six seven eight figures right but if Mm -hmm. we don't impact others it'll be all for nothing Mm -hmm. so for me the true success is like how many people have i impacted in the next two years how many people have i inspired how many people have i helped how many lives have i transformed Uh, that's success to me on my gravestone, I don't care if I, I mean, I do want to reach 193. Uh, I, it's not going to say like Ricky made eight figures. Ricky made the, 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 this much money every year. Ricky drove this kind of car. He owed this kind of house. That's not successful me. It's mm-hmm. like, what are the people saying at the funeral? Like, what kind of person is Ricky? Is Ricky someone who is a great dad, a great husband, a great um, you know, people helper? Is he a difference maker? Is he a utopia creator? Is he a purpose that lives in alignment, right? Like that would be the perfect eulogies. And I have no control of that. I only have control of how I live my life. And they can choose the eulogies that they say on my funeral. So mm-hmm. I think we have to be very intentional about the way we live this one solitary life that we have been given, right? So in the next few years, let's transform more lives. Let's impact more people. And at the same time, Let's see this amazing world that we live in. Awesome, awesome. So, viewers, I hope you got some gold nuggets and uh, this will not be the last time that you've heard from Ricky Shetty. I'm going to pass over your wonderful comments and feedback and uh, Ricky will look forward to uh, answering those. So, please go ahead. Uh, I'll put the link uh, below for the podcast and the blog and you can comment there. And Ricky will look forward to being able to connect with you if you want clarification about what he is 
expressed today and what he is sharing. You want more follow-up? You're going to get it directly from Ricky because I'm going to make sure that uh, Ricky gets it in his hands. He's a busy man. He's a he's a father of uh, uh, he's a father and he's a uh, husband and uh, he uh, is a godfather. Are you, Ricky? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 you know, there's this you know term called Godfather. Yeah, I am godparents for uh, for uh, uh, some kids, but I didn't know if I call myself the the Italian Godfather, <laughs> like the movie type. Yes, I just, I mean, I'm just a dad at the end of the day, and I have uh, three wonderful kids, and I'm a husband. And if you want to call me Godfather, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Okay, thanks for your uh, time, Ricky, today, and uh, we look forward to being able to connect with you again, and um, hopefully the community can uh, give us some good constructive feedback from today's episode. Sounds like a plan. Uh, make sure you check out Daddy Blogger and DigitalMedMastery.com, and thanks, yes. Brian, for having me on your show. Bye-bye, everyone. Happy travels. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Fusion Tourism Show with your host, Brian Bolsch. We'll see you next time.